0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill and I'm diving not into a beer because I'm still on water this week. Diving into the Rambler, it's a uh, Texas uh, limestone filtered lemon lime sparkling water. Hey, here's to the heat and here's to getting old. <laughs> you can find me on uh, most platforms. If, you, uh, if you're if you on social, find me at Total Auto Solutions. We will soon be changing that though. It will soon be, find me at HyperClean. Uh, we'll get all that stuff finished. Listen, a lot of stuff going on. It's, it's very exciting, um, but if you're on TikTok, Find me at Detail Supply App. Best way to get in touch though, if you want to get in touch with me direct, 918-800-1188, you can text me. I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. Why? Well, been doing it 19 plus years. Figured might as well help some people as we go. (laughs) Hey, today was one of the most epic days in my journey because today we released what we think is the perfect silica spray. Now to be able to put that word perfect on the front of the silica spray, wow, how do you do that? Well, you, you I there's no way we do it without Nick. What Nick has brought to the table for the community is man, another 20 years, right? So combined experience, we now have over 40 years in the auto detailing industry between two owners. That's unheard of. Well, that's precedent in history of auto detailing that we know of, right? When have you ever heard more than 40 years between two people trying to help you journey through your auto detailing? Well, so today we launched a product. And so today I worked Nonstop, and I am ready for this Free Thought Friday, some Rambler, and get ready for the weekend because we got a lot more to do. <laughs> All right, so why do I call myself a guide? That's one of the things, Free Thought Friday, right? I thought, you know, as I was driving in today, I was trying to think about what we'd talk about later, about 12 hours later. <laughs> what is a guide? What does a guy do? Why do I consider myself a guy? Well, I think one of the main reasons is because we all have ideas. One of the greatest ideas that we've heard recently was from a detailer that couldn't figure out the best compound and the best polish for him. And then he couldn't figure out how to be able to teach others to use this mixtures of stuff that he had come up with. So what he did was he goes, hmm, I got an idea. Why don't I create my own? Now, this is one of the interesting parts of where we're at in the auto detailing industry. Detailers beginning to put their stamp, right? Hey, I know there's a bunch of compounds, a bunch of polishes out there. There's massive companies, but there was a detailer that goes, you know what? I needed to perform this way, and I needed to do this because, well, he was doing real world. He wasn't in a lab. He was in real world application. And then he sent it around the world to make sure that it worked. Community Pub this last week had Jace from the last cut. Massive respect, right? Massive. If you haven't used it, apparently everybody says you should. I myself have not used it, but I hope too soon, right? He had an idea. See, so we talk about this a lot because you know what? You have ideas. Every one of us have ideas on how we want to grow, how we want to sustain, how we want to bring in team members, how we want to go to another location, how we want to set up a new mobile location where we go out and service people. How do we, right? How do we set up a chemical side of our business? That is a massive thing that's starting to move. Detailers selling products, detailers coming out with products to better help other detailers. We all have ideas. I've had a few myself. You know, in 2002, I had this crazy idea that I should quit my job and go start cleaning cars. I had never cleaned a car before. I just said, well, I enjoy cleaning. I had an Azuzu rodeo. I enjoyed cleaning my rodeo for some reason. At a car wash, right? I remember one time in college I was cleaning my uh, ride up actually that was post college it was because uh, I had a, I had a Ford Bronco 2 uh, that my dad actually painted in our garage right We that's, that's the way we were Matt you know it just it is what it is. right He wanted to make sure that I had a, a better car because I, I was driving around an S-10. It wasn't so great to, to drive over to Arkansas. So he got this Ford Bronco, but the paint was in pretty bad shape. So we weren't able to, you know, sending me off to college. He had a a daughter already in college, and I got a little bit of scholarship for playing some ball, but mostly I, I, you know, I I didn't. I loved the sports. I loved what I did, but I, I, at the end of it, I guess I look back and go, I wasn't that great, right? Like I did okay. I got some scholarship money. Not too many people can say that. So you know, I should be proud of that. Enjoyed my time in school, but I'm remembering what's what I was chasing that rabbit. I remember cleaning my rodeo. So it would have been post would have been no, it would have been college. I got my rodeo going into my senior year. That's right. Because there was this little place in this field. I remember late night in a field with a rodeo. Hey, sometimes good things happen. Anyway was clean up my rodeo in a car wash, one of those self-serve bays with a bucket. Mm, operators of car washes don't like you to have your own bucket of stuff cleaning up your car. I remember getting in trouble one time from a guy that got pretty fucking pissed off. And looking back, I don't blame him. I, I understand now. That was his business and I was trying to take from him. There's a lot of people that take from people all the time. It is what it is. I I, I really didn't think much of it. But to him, it meant something because that was how he made his money. That's how he made his livelihood. And there was this young punk kid like washing his car out of a bucket instead of paying for the soap out of the sprayer wand. Hey, I was a college kid, senior. I didn't have any money, (laughs) no money at all. So I was doing everything I could to just get that ride shiny and clean. Well, later I had different ideas of, not just quitting my job and starting to clean cars. I had this crazy idea one time that I should start a car wash. Oh, detailers starting car washes? That doesn't happen very often. We do have one here locally, Scott, super proud of him. He's been a detailer, running a detailer business, mostly been the operator side and uh, has now selling his, his business and has already bought land and has already broke ground and he is building his car wash. Call it an oxymoron or call it good business. Not sure which you think, but for him, he's setting out to complete an idea that he had to help his journey and his family. Well, after I built my car wash, you know, I had a crazy idea later to start a chemical business out of my garage. I was insane. Two small young kids, wife, soon got divorced after. <laughs> I guess there's something about chemical businesses and marriages. I don't know. For me, it just didn't quite work. But you know, I journeyed down, and and that I think that's why I really try and I like the idea of being a guide. Because I took steps, right? I had ideas. Later, I had ideas of opening up a cell phone chain, right? I actually, at one time, had four cell phone stores in South Carolina. I sent my old partner a message today, just because uh, on you know Facebook memories, as I was making some posts and going into groups and, and talking to people and people asking questions about the new product that we released today, Slick. Uh, I noticed Facebook showed a memory, and it was a memory of me in my Jeep with my daughter, oldest daughter, Jordan from, I think it was five years ago. And we had just got out at that time. I was still heavily involved in church. I was going to a place called Life Church here locally, and I would lead their Friday night sessions. I'd lead a lot of Saturday stuff. And I'd many times be there on Wednesday, helping them lead. All up until then my kids left and I was in this massive depression and I asked them for a little bit of time and they just go, well, we'll be here when you, when you need us. (laughs) I don't know that I'll be back since you don't really love me and care for me. That's what happens many times inside those buildings, but Hey, free thought Friday, but we're not going down that trail. No way. Not today. Maybe another time. But so this picture that they showed in the memory of Facebook was from when I got in out of church and it was a massive downpour. And I took a selfie of me and my uh, oldest daughter, Jordan, and she's back there, you know, freezing, even though it's June, because we just got poured on, right? So I got probably two inches of water in the Jeep. That's why half of my stuff doesn't work. The Bluetooth doesn't work anymore. Half the time, you can't even mess around. I got shit going on. And you just, it is what it is, right? It's a Jeep. Now, some Jeep people will be like, bro. I'm like, hey, you know, it's what it is. I love my Jeep. I scrolled down a little bit further after that photo and walking down memory lane with her. And there's some photos of some food. I like to eat. I always have. It's a good reason why my cholesterol went over 440 a couple years ago. (laughs) I know, right? It was crazy. I almost died. I'm glad I didn't. Well, that food was from a uh, small little spot in South Carolina where I was in... um, uh, Greenville and, uh, well, Duncan and uh, Spartanburg. So we had cell phone stores there. I think this place was over more in Spartanburg because that was the new location that we had just uh, gone into. And and I reached out to my old partner, showed him the photos and just kind of revisited, right? Like, you know, how's everything? What's How's the stores? You know, how's this? How are you? You know, all that stuff that you kind of just reconnect on reconnecting through journeys, reconnecting through your life does happen as you get older. So if you're young, if you're in your 20s, young 30s, listen, you're gonna have a massive, massive, hopefully long, long journey ahead of you. that should be filled with excitement, be filled with, well, sometimes a little bit of nervousness, sometimes maybe even a little scaredness because your hope, your dreams, your desires should be large enough to push you to certain edges, right? Should push you to the point of, could you actually do it? Well, I think that's what creates even a better entrepreneur, right? The more you can cut through and push harder seems to be, well, we call that refinement, right? You as a person actually begin to refine yourself by pushing harder, checking yourself to see who you really are, how much you got in you to complete the idea that you want to come to fruition. So next, you know what? I've decided to do like lice hair removal business. Like I've gotten into uh, vapor companies when vapors were out. uh, I I just, I had idea after idea, you wonder one of the most interesting ideas that I think you guys have heard of was in 2017, I took a flip challenge from a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. And he challenged anybody that listened to his podcast, well, to A, start their own podcast, which you're listening to, the Pints and Polishing podcast we created. And then he said, I want to challenge you to have an idea and get a product, get a, anything, right? Go buy something and learn how to flip it and sell it. So you know what idea I have? Because I looked around the industry and I go, and that, understand, right? Understand where I'm at in 2016, fresh off of my own children. <laughs> uh, well, I had a divorce, barely getting to see my kids. You know, just My own children weren't really a part of me anymore. And then I eventually left, which brutally, brutally killed me on the inside. Years of depression. Life, journeys. But I took the challenge and I began to flip what was called Max the Jeweler. Created the box, created the Everything. I had a blast doing it. I said, huh, that was really cool. Sold some stuff. And we had just, right? Just had the idea because of a bad relationship with a business that sold multi-level coatings and said I had a territory three miles away. And about a month and a half later, another somebody in the territory pops up, right? like. Happened then around the country to hundreds of other detailers. But at that point, I had the idea go, hmm, they're doing multi-layer and it's fucking a disaster here in Oklahoma with the humidity and the heat and trying to put down four fucking layers. It was horrible. It took way too much time. And I go, hmm, if they're in that direction and then there's some other new companies that were coming in, right, you know, uh, somebody from overseas that would come to here and then they would do, right, like, cool. New worry, absolutely no worries on any of it, right? Anybody can come into the market. It's an open marketplace, right? But as other companies started to come in, I went, hmm, had an idea. What if, being a detailer, I knew what would be the best for other detailers, right? Not on their understanding of what they had been taught, right? Because so many of us through those, time periods of 16, 17, 18, 19 were taught heavily by brands that did extreme marketing, right? Inundated our fees, which inundates into us. And then salesmen do a really great job of trying to get people to do four or five layers, right? Made them a shit ton of money, cost detailers massive amounts of time and set many people way back. Why? Because if they would have serviced customers in a one, two, three year setting, how many of those customers would still be coming back every one, two, three years? But when you just tell somebody, hey, here's a lifetime coding, see you later. Those companies evidently did not know how a detailer should grow their business long-term. Why? They never opened up a detailing business good thing for the community. Ours has 40 plus years of experience. So when I set out to do that idea and then the next idea and then the next idea and then the next idea, I've talked at mobile tech plenty of times. I failed, failed, failed. Get up and keep going, right? That's what everybody says. Don't give up. Don't give up. Sometimes I gave up, right? Sometimes ideas just get to a point and you go, wow, this, maybe this idea just isn't going to work. And that's okay. So on a Free Thought Friday, as we journey to this moment of 2D tellers putting their own names out and stamping their spot in the industry, myself and Nick are super excited to say, hey, Slick is our answer to what we feel as detailers would help you as detailers and help your customers and help the car life of people, right? Anybody that enjoys their car, we feel that Slick is the perfect silica spray for you. Now, as a detailer, you Will love the street-free aspect, right? There's plenty of other products on the market. Plenty of great, right? Incredibly great products. Plenty of products that people have endorsed and people have done massive YouTube things. And, you know, there's this whole thing, what, what, a month ago or so about this YouTube influencer, right? We don't need to go back down that, right? But there's plenty of people that have done really great with their product and I'm super pumped for them. Really proud, right? You know, shake their hand, man. A great job. The crazy thing about saying that ours is perfect, the idea, what would get somebody to go, it's the perfect one. Well, it's because Nick done how many cars with it? I don't know. I mean, hundreds, 500 a week is what he's, he's told the community, right? Could you imagine? If others would have tested real world from detailers on 500 plus cars before they put it out, they might then be able to stamp it and say, perfect, right? Because it doesn't streak. You can put it on glass, put it all over the vehicle. It is the perfect silica spray. Now, Definition of silica versus ceramic because some people have started asking. So thank you for everybody that's asked, what is the difference between a silica spray and a ceramic spray? I say, here's my explanation. And we had talked about this earlier in a group with some people, right? If you see on a a bottle that says ceramic spray and it's a water-based spray, understand that they are inappropriately using the term to market to you, right? It's called sales, right? It's called sales and marketing. Some people sell and market, honestly. Some people really want the best for you. And then they, other hand <laughs> is the ones that don't necessarily want the best for you and they just put whatever they want on their label. We are specific on silica because we're not trying to lie to you and tell you that we put dioxide into our spray. How is that possible? I don't know. I don't understand how a company can have dye and have silica dioxide, SiO2 ceramic in their water-based delivery spray. It can't happen. Ceramic, if you guys open your ceramic coating bottle and pour some out, do you see dye in it? mm Do you see water in it? mm Do you have silica dioxide in it? hmm So we have defined to make sure that you understand what you're getting, the purity of silica. And when you see it go down, and when you see that shine start to really pop, and you use the twist weave towel, oh, listen, Hey, that's why I'm super excited. Listen, I, everybody else got great products, no problem. Love it that the, the industry has incredible products. Here's our stamp. And to, to, to have, what? is that audacity? Maybe, is it confidence? I think so. And I'm confident that you will also enjoy it. And I'm asking this of you only, right? If if you just started listening or or if you've listened for years and you go, fuck you, man, I don't I don't ever get anything from you, no worries. And if you don't purchase, no worries. Still be a part of the community. There's plenty, right? I talked to a detailer just a couple of days ago working through some of his ideas, wanting to go into a dealership and start selling and start working at a dealership to clean their cars and coat their cars. And he he hasn't bought right? I still worked and helped him. So if I've ever done that for you, if I've ever brought you any value, whether that's here, personal, verbal, whichever, please, I'm just going to ask you that favor. So, all right, Free Thought Friday, you're on a journey. I'm on a journey. I, Marshall Hill, hope to be your guide as we continue on the journey together because we are The community, right? The community for the auto detailing industry. Many will try and use that word and they already started, right? Plenty of people will start throwing out that word. You'll hear it. Oh, community, community, great. Whenever you hear that, one more favor, raise up a glass and go, community. Because that's where we are. And I'm grateful to have you a part of it and I'm grateful to be your guide as we journey together through the auto detailing industry. Here's to your car life. Here's to this weekend. Enjoy. Episode over. Leave us a review and we will see you on the Community Pub Wednesday nights at 7:30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. That's the Community Pub Wednesday nights, 730 Central, the Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy.